I love new beginnings and I don't think we have to wait for a new year to have a new beginning. I think we get to have a new beginning every new moon, every full moon, every time we choose new beginnings are available to us. But there is definitely something special about the turning of the great wheel of the year when we move from listing one year, 2022, on every single document that we create and interact with to another year. It's a big change and it sometimes takes a while for us to get used to. And so we wanna mark it with some significance. Here at Musea Center for Intentional Creativity, we don't focus as much on goals as we do affirmations and intentions. Yet what I'm proposing for this year for all of us in our community, regardless of if you're deeply rooted into Musea University or if you are a member of Musea or a guild member or you're just creating your own thing and like to interact here and there, regardless of your level of interconnectivity interconnectivity with us, There's a way that in 2023, our theme as a whole community is creative sanctuary, that we can be a creative sanctuary for and with each other, a way that each one of our individual studios or ateliers, which means workshops, is all connected. So in a way, you are sovereign, and yet you are interconnected with all of us. What I'm inviting us to today as a community is to play a little bit with the idea of setting a theme for the year. And that is an intention, but here's the twist on it. I would love for it to be an arising. Now, arising is a term that we use a lot in intentional creativity, which is connected with the practice of mindfulness. Following the arising means that as conditions, experiences, emotions, and devotions, and rhythms change, we allow and invite ourselves to adjust to the next arising. So instead of just setting a theme for the year, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm about, actually as that theme gets realized or you realize that theme isn't ideal, allow a new theme to arise. So you work with it until maybe you receive that theme in the first couple moons and you're like, wow, okay, I've done that. What's next? So when we think of themes or goals or resolutions as a fixed something, it's almost like we're subjecting ourselves to some sort of agreement that we made with ourselves at a new beginning and then we don't give ourselves permission to adjust. I'm suggesting with mindfulness, instead of a fixed destination, the destination is actually to notice the arising and to adjust accordingly. We do this a lot in intentional creativity, painting and drawing. It's part of medicine painting teachings as a whole. We adjust as new information arises. But the practice and perhaps the riddle is the mindfulness piece where you're going to task yourself to hold on to the theme for your year as you set it and then shift it, not without some gravity, to whatever is next 
for you. Sometimes I've set themes and partway through the year realized that I'm not resonating with that anymore and I'm going to go ahead and change it. But again, the riddle is the mindfulness piece. Are you tracking the theme enough that you're actually able to use it in a good way as a resiliency tool? You would go to this theme in times of celebration. You would look through this team, this theme in times of needing to get some insight or reflection. You would go to this theme when you are in a moment of challenge or crisis. You literally can use it as a framework to look through. It's like a viewfinder. I'm going to return to that in a moment and I'm going to pause and tell a story about my parents that's connected with this idea of a theme as a viewfinder for a cycle of time. So my mom, Karen McLeod, and my other mother, Sue Hoya Sellers, were at one time lovers long before I was ever born. And Sue had such a unique perspective and she would see things in nature and in the world that almost no one else was looking at in groups of people that she was in. And she would point out the intricacies of lichen or moss or a feather or a stone or the way that light fell on the water. And my mother, Karen, who was very into beauty, was so astonished by the way that her seeing expanded based on the way that Sue was actually seeing things. And so it was this wonderful, absolutely wonderful part of their relationship where there was this shared perspective where Sue would be able to point something out. My mom would see it differently. And then my mom started being able to point things out. This is part of the ever-expanding palette of sensuality that we're not stuck with just one way of seeing, being, hearing, thinking, expanding. And so there's this incredible opportunity to increase your capacity to see and to experience. So in the case of perspective, when they would be walking along on the beach, Sue would point something out and my mom would notice and they would call this Susie eyes. This is the perspective that they would call this. They would call this Susie eyes because they would in essence be looking through this other perspective. Sue was a butch. So she didn't like the word Susie as a name. That said, my mom called it Susie eyes. So what Sue did was she took this little piece of wood and she made it into a piece of jewelry that was a viewfinder. And it had a little crossbar in it, like a viewfinder, like you would look through something. And she gave it to my mom and this necklace would be passed around amongst our family. But basically, you would hold it up and you would narrow your focus and you would look through these, this wood section at whatever you were looking at. And then there would be these crossbars in between, sort of like a cross that you're looking through so you could focus. And so this idea of focusing our seeing and gaining a new perspective by looking through a particular lens and not looking at other things around it is one of our themes in intentional creativity. So in essence, I'm asking you and inviting you to choose a viewfinder for this year for yourself. It could be, you could call it a theme, an intention, an affirmation, whatever language works for you. 
and use it as a way to look through at your life using this mindfulness practice. Then as you start to look through it and the sort of looking through it feels like it isn't the thing to look through anymore, then you could in essence change it to the next thing you need to look through. This takes practice. That's why it's called a practice because it isn't just automatic for humans to um, set up these kind of conditions for themselves. In fact, we fail ourselves all the time by setting goals and resolutions and then not sticking with them. But if you bring this dynamic mindfulness, which we call following the arising, this kind of theming will have a vitality and a life force for you. Jonathan and I, as a couple, usually work for a week or a couple weeks on our theme, trying out different things, trying out how it will sound, imagining in a moment of beauty, saying it to each other, or in particular, imagining a moment where we're incredibly challenged. Can we remind each other of the theme in that moment and use it as a place to go to? And When we do this, when we have this perspective, we're able to measure things happening in our lives by it and against it. For example, one year we had a theme of a pace of a Sunday drive because we wanted to slow down a bit. Well, that year wasn't the pace of a Sunday drive, but we would often say, laughing our heads off, well, this isn't the pace of a Sunday drive. And then when we had slow times, we would say, ah, this is the pace of a Sunday drive. And honestly, the themes that we've picked as a couple have been so powerful as tools for us. And then we each have our own individual one as well. So for you, as you are embarking on your own 2023 new beginnings in each one of your individual creative sanctuaries and then in our creative sanctuary together, Do you have a theme, an affirmation, or an intention? They all have different energies and resonate with different people. And what is it? What is it? What will cause you to rest, reset, and reflect? And are you willing to follow dynamic mindfulness in following the arising? This is your invitation. Maybe make some drawings about it or do some journaling about it or do some just some dreaming maybe take a walk think about it and see what comes up for you this first single pointed mindfulness invitation sets up a framework that allows us to summon it when we need it And it lets our brain and our heart and body know that we are devoted to the practice of inhabiting who we are as human beings. So take it or leave it, but the invitation is here. And it's here and it's coming from my heart to yours with an incredible amount of compassion, for how challenging this life can be and how hard it is to sometimes keep our word to ourselves and also an incredible amount of devotion to our journey as a community 
and also a feeling of just being in love with what we're capable of as human beings. The sun is shining through the clouds and this is a new beginning, a chance to choose again. And I'm all about that. Big hugs.